Listener Production. A pinch and a punch for the first of the month. How old are you, like 10? It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, well, Alex Dyson, it's been a little while since I've had to say sorry to someone, but um, guest on today's show, they're going to they're gonna cop an apology from me. Yeah, you know, it can be often the hardest word to say, but Matt O'Kine, um, how do I put this? Dogged an Olympic champion? Is that the best... <laughs> The best way to phrase what you did, you mutt. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I will be uh, doggy paddling over to our guest, Liesl Jones, today, who is going to be diving in to the uh, the big debate that we've been having. The number about. one topic. <laughs> diving into the number one topic. As as pun-laden a way of telling you what's happening in a moment, which will be good. We've got another guest today. Jacob from Just The Gist is going to be telling us about one of the all-time biggest theatrical disasters. Yeah, so. and and because of that, where we I'm not going to do a, your standard mind blown, so I thought I'd just do a little one that Bron sent me right now. So um and it just blew my mind just a little one because mm. I didn't realize it. But you know, do you know what the name for Velcro is? The actual name for what it is? What do you mean? That's the thing. Velcro is not Velcro? No, Velcro is the brand. <gasps> mind They've- Hoovered and Kleenexed themselves and yes, band-aided themselves. They did, exactly. So it's actually called Hook and Loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hook and Loop fastener. I've never heard of that before. I didn't know that that was ever. If you said, hook and loop. oh, are your shoes Hook and Loop? I'd be yep. like, what? Oh, you got, you're running the old uh, Hook and Loop wallet there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That blew my mind. Because as far as I'm concerned, Velcro is is what it is, you know. Um, but anyways, we are the, uh, soon people won't even call them podcasts anymore. They're just called, uh, Matt and Alex's. <laughs> so you're just listening to a few Matt and Alex's. Um, oh, I had the best true crime Matt and Alex the other day. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> so welcome to All Day Breakfast. Uh, my name's Matt. That is Alex Dyson. We've got a huge show for you, so we might as well dive right in, hey? Do it. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, if there's one thing we know about All Day Breakfast is that you and I know nothing. And so that's why, on all topics, you know, whether it's climate change, vaccines, we like to turn to experts. And uh, it is no different when it comes to the topic of whether or not it is appropriate to pee in the pool instead of getting out and going to the bathroom. And so we thought we would talk to someone who has been in pools more than most, Australian Olympic legend Liesl Jones joining us right now. Hello, Liesl. Hello. I thought you were going to ask me about uh, vaccines. I was going to say, no, I'm on the wrong show. <laughs> no, not here for that, what, no, Liesl. Liesl, you know, what, it's terrible when we stoop to such disgraceful lows as discussing urination in pools, but it's even worse when we reach up and, and take uh, someone who's actually yeah. decent, you know, a smart mind, an Australian oh, champion. That's in inverted I dr- commas. We drag you down with us. Yep. Shame on us, but thank you very much for joining us. Oh, I should apologise, by the way, as well, because I kind of... Uh, I was surprised you said yes to coming on our show after what happened. Well, you have been quite rude and you've declined an invitation to attend the Rush Hour this week. You were blocked out as a very important guest. You were slot number one um, and and you pulled out very last minute. So I'm um, very no, disappointed. Okay. Listen to Triple M in Brisbane, which you're on the, the Rush Hour, as you said there, Liesl. They were ready for some Matt O'Kine coming on the show. You were ready for some Matt O'Kine coming on the show. And what, he dogged you? 
He dogged us very last minute, so we advertised well, no, everything. Okay, you know, look. local Brizzy boy, Matt O'Kine, on the show. Um, we were so excited, and then he dogged me in the morning. To clarify, okay, so this was regarding the announcement of Mother and Son, the remake that I'm doing on the ABC uh, next year. Oh, now you want to plug okay. it. Righto. No, no. <laughs> on your Here's own show. Oh, yeah. I Hazel see how this works. Was like, was like, hey, do you want to come on the show talk about it? I was like, of course. I said, yeah, I'd love to. What a, what a pleasure. Right? And then... I got those flashbacks of how I remember when I announced that Matty J was on Christmas Ransom, the stand show, and then the PR people were like, what are you blowing our announcers for, you know? Oh, no. And so I decided, I was like, you know what? I should actually probably ask whether I should do <laughs> and this And did or they not. say no? Well, they were like, just hold, we've got, we have plans for this stuff, Matt. <laughs> Stop we were going doing out you a favor. doing whatever you want. And I was like, okay, sorry, sorry I won't. I'll go through PR next time. Okay. My apologies. But anyways, Liesl, let's get back onto this. Peeing in pools. Now, for me, we talked about the shower yesterday. I mean, we oh, talked about okay. the shower recently, peeing in, in, in the shower. I'm pro shower. I can't okay. believe yep. I'm the only one on the show that doesn't do that. Bronze pro shower. <laughs> Oh, I'm pro shower because what? you're yeah. saving water. You don't need to flush it <laughs> exactly. then. It's already going down I don't the drain. Understand. It goes straight and down the drain. If you say you don't pee in the shower, you're lying. You're 100% lying. <laughs> I can't. Why Alex... would, if everyone's doing it, why would I lie about not doing it if everyone's doing it and saying it's okay to do? There's no, it's because not you a just want to be different. <laughs> you got some st- hold up about it, man. I honestly, I don't know why, but to think that you would get out of the shower then to pee. That is just you hold it in. Have you no, never that's... held anything in your life? Why Discipline do you need to hold people. It, it goes straight go. to the same drain. It all just goes to the same down. Wait, wait, wait. Anyway. Do you have any evidence that it goes to the same drain? I have any no evidence. idea. None well, at all. It goes out to the main pipe, the sewage pipe out the front, probably. But well, let's talk about the pool because that divided us once again. Bron, having worked in a pool, was like, yeah, of course I don't. Um, but. <laughs> We could smell a rat. Yeah. Um, what about, well, then, how many hours a day would you spend in a pool, you know, in the lead up to an Olympics, let's say, Liesl? Well, it could be up to six hours a day. So oh that's And that's how a long fair is one session? One session is at least two hours. So okay. guaranteed you probably need to go at some point. And, uh, but my theory is why pee in the pool when you can get out and you get a 10 minute break to just sit in the bathrooms and just console yourself and then get back into training. I see Jump. like, why, why pee in the pool when you can have precious time? And sometimes you go and have a hot shower, you know, you just uh, go and chill out yeah, for a bit. So not, that's yeah, my well, theory. But you're saying like a pee break is like Smoko for swimmers. Yes, exactly. And I think you're crazy if you don't take that mm. break that is allocated to you. You are allowed to take that break. Well, it's like, you know, it's like the number two at work when you can just, you know, why hold it in that. all shift when you could just take 15 minutes out of the work day. <laughs> yeah. And a bit of your own time. Okay. So, um, so you would, you would actually get out, but is it pretty common knowledge that people just do it in the pool? Everyone swimmers? does. And especially the problem is, especially if you're a swimmer, you're usually taking vitamins. So it typically <laughs> makes your pee very bright, fluorescent, oh, wow. radioactive yellow. So everyone can see it. It's like a trail no, of just vitamin pee. you can see pee. it. Yeah, you can see it. It's bright and you yellow. Just, and you just got the because go- you got the goggles on. And it's just and it's all that sort of wavy kind of different liquid. Yeah, and then we oh, come wow. out of the pool looking like the Simpsons fish with the three eyes. <laughs> well, we can um, reveal to you now, Liesl, the, oh, the result? official results of the scientific Matt and Alex public pee pool poll. Mm. The question, do you pee in the pools? Yes, 34%. Oh, Ooh, lower gosh. than I expected. No, 46%. 
and 20% was, I do, but I would never admit it. Ah, <laughs> so, see, there you go. Which brings that up to 54%, a majority what? of people. Yeah. Uh, when they're Are at you the swimming me? pool. Dude, I go to the pool, my local pool, every single morning almost. You that go to bathe in urine, Matokine, every day. That, I don't have goggles. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you get really red eyes, that's what it is. It's I like know, bacteria. I get really red eyes. They get so red. <laughs> it's not the chlorine, it's a bacteria oh, from other people's wee. Uh, the other one oh, for the no. shower. Do you pee in the shower? Yes. 91% yes, see, of you right. people are that's doing right. that. Yeah. No, 9%. <laughs> that see, is we're all a... about saving water in this country. Yeah, we're well all, all water Some savvy. of us grew up in a drought, Alex yes. Dyson. Me and Liesl know all about it. We know all about it. You don't we're have, have to, to flush if you're so conscious about it, but it's in the correct spots. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, <laughs> yeah. flush it down. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, thank you very much, Liesl Jones. Really appreciate it. And um, we will hear you on the rush hour if you're up in Brisbane. You will. You'll hear me on the rush hour and we'll reconvene about mother and son next year, shall we? I promise you'll hear all about it. You'll be my first point of call. Okay, great. (laughs) Matt, are you a uh, a strength or are you a hindrance when people are at the the pub? It's Trivia Tuesdays and then... Walking back from the bar with a schooner, Matt O'Kine comes and sits on the table. You are you a help to a trivia team, or you, oh. you you confuse everyone and insist no. insist heavily on an answer which turns out to be wrong? Oh, I actually have flashbacks. There was one time that I did that to a partner's cousin uh, in front of like their whole family. I was like, "No, definitely put it down. Definitely put it down." And they were like, "I think it's this." And I'm like, "No, I'm telling you." Like I went against the entire. <laughs> Family. The full family and table. Yeah. Oh, I still cringe <laughs> when I just think back to that night. And it was literally 12 years ago, at least. <laughs> It'll just pop into my head and be like, oh, shut up, do Matt. Re- do you remember any of the details of like what the question was? You just know the feeling and know you were wrong. Yeah, I just know the feeling. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, it was, it was about a movie. It was some sort of mm. movie question. And I thought because I was an actor, I... You know, really thought that I knew. You, I mean, you could just tell. You could imagine what sort of insufferable wanker I would have been. Why? What, what happened? Have you been playing trivia recently? Well, I did have a trivia battle last week. Myself versus Triple J alumni Veronica Milsom Ooh. on the Radio National Friday Quiz. And I tell you what, it was quite a tussle. Well, I can imagine it's pretty tough. Against uh, Veronica, you know, she's got her wits about her. That's true, particularly when it came to the who am I section. All right, she got one question. I was 37 years old and born in Europe. The next question was then something about the World Cup, and she said Cristiano Ronaldo, and it was correct. And so she got it in two questions. So then when it came to me, I'm like, damn, if I'm going to take this thing out, I'm going to have to answer this in two questions questions. Okay. So I'm going to give you the questions that I got. Okay, I'm ready. Let's see go. If you can beat Veronica at this who am I? Okay. Born in Queensland, I am 37 years old. Is it me? It's a bit presumptuous. I'll go to the second I'll go to the second <laughs> question. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I showed Sporting prowess at an early age. Oh, okay. Here we go. I'm going to throw out a couple of names here. All right. 
Is it Liesl Jones? Not Liesl. Is it James Horwell? It's not James Horwell. Is it Beric Barnes? <laughs> it's not the BB gun, no. <laughs> Your first answer was correct. It was Matt O'Kine. Was it really? Yeah, and I got it in too with the questions. I'm 37 <laughs> from Queensland and I showed sporting prowess. Now, I had a big question mark over the sporting prowess. As someone who has beaten you in a triple jump off, to classify hey, I told that as sporting you, prowess. I told you, I represented Queensland in triple jump and I was part of the NAB star search for AFL. Thank you very much. How'd that go? I had to quit because I didn't want to hurt my face. You know this story because I got into drama school. Well, I could have been in the Gabba, mate. Don't you worry about that. I thought that was the biggest pulling the rabbit out of the hat from Queensland and showed sporting prowess. Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, is Daniel Kowalski from Queensland? Like I was thinking like this. We were like, hang on a second, because it is about the news. And I think uh, they chucked you down because that was when Mother and Son was announced with uh, Denise ah, Scott that came out in the news th- recently. There you go. Talked to Scotty on the phone yesterday, actually. She gave me a call. How's she going? Are you excited? Because you haven't filmed it yet. The scripts no, we are haven't written, filmed but it. you haven't filmed. Yeah, she was like, oh, how are you, um, you know, how are you feeling about it all? I was like, yeah, it's good, you know. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I thought it's all been very positive. Although I did look on the... Uh, the ABC Instagram and oh, you did. There was some you didn't comments. hit the comments, did you? And I was like, oh, I wasn't. I'm not really worried about that, Denise. Then I got off the phone. I'm like, I wonder what they've said. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, you like like a person at the start of a horror movie that hears a sound <laughs> in the distance. It's like you know what? I'm going to go out and investigate that sound. <laughs> Did you go into the jungle, That was mate? me. I no. went into the jungle. Come on. Let's check out this haunted mansion. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Next minute. Stab, stab. Yeah. Scream, stab. <laughs> yeah, so I had the internet version of that. But other than that, really positive stuff. Nah, it's, it's been so good. I'm so excited about it. Thank you oh, to everyone who's nice. sending really kind messages. And look, congratulations, Alex Dyson, for being a winner thanks to me. Oh, Matt, we're blessed to be joined today <laughs> by... <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Okay, that what? voice that you heard just laughing then, I, mean, I don't know what, what they took. Um, Apologies, sorry. You know, well, 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 sorry, <laughs> spoiled it. Ruined I mean, it. Usually in radio land, you know, you like to do the nice, polite intro, <laughs> positive, etc. but <laughs> obviously... What? Are we not blessed to be in your presence, Jacob Stanley, co-host of Just the Gist podcast, one of Australia's most popular podcasts? If you want to call it blessed, you can absolutely go right ahead. Because you didn't hashtag it at the beginning, Dice, so that's why. Oh, okay. You're laughing because I forgot the hashtag on the front, Jacob. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, we are. We're excited. This is the first time that we've actually all been in a room together because Mm. uh, Rosie Waterland and yourself are co-hosting... Just the gist, yes. one of Australia's 
most popular podcast. It's constantly Ooh. kicking ass on Listener. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to actually be chatting on our show. Yeah. It's really nice to be properly meeting you for the first time because, um, Alex, I uh, embarrassed myself not that long ago with Matt because I felt like he and I already had a relationship because I've been to see his stand-up <laughs> shows over the years. Mm-hmm. I've watched The Other Guy. Really? I've listened to the podcast. I've seen you on TV a really? whole bunch. And so I felt like I knew you and we made eye contact and I did that little friendly twinkle fingers wave hello that I do to all my girlfriends when I saw you, like just so incredibly familiar and it was clearly off-putting for you because you'd not actually met me. Well, I no mean, it was, it was just familiar. Thank you. I appreciate that little uh, twinkle fingers, one half of a... Uh, clap for a hearing impaired audience if mm, you're trying mm. to figure out what it looks like. That's it. And Alex, thrilled to meet you as well. I am a big, big fan of your venue in Melbourne, Comedy Republic. I've oh, been there many, many times. Jacob, Jacob, you're too kind. Matt yeah, and I we're usually blessed. meet we you. We are blessed. We're, See, yeah. we're blessed to be here with you. I'm feeling the yeah. blessings. Yeah, and to have you in blessed. here, given we do give you lots of rounds of applause, usually at the Australian Podcast Awards when you're up on stage and we are still seated. But now <laughs> listen, I'm so excited to be chatting to you this week in particular because if you haven't listened to Just the Gist, oh, actually, actually, wait, you... bring that. Let's, let's stop. Mm. Let's stop that right there. What? Where were you last week? Oh, when the podcast awards were on? Well, yes. Yeah, I'd forgotten that they happened this year quite um, strategically because we were not nominated. Oh, well, thank God. Okay. Mm, Phew. (laughs) So we just sort of pretended that it did not happen, but then I got the Facebook notification reminding me that this time two years ago, Just the Gist won gold (laughs) and Matt and Alex won bronze (laughs) for Best Entertainment (laughs) Podcast. Those were the glory days, but how the mighty have fallen. (laughs) Yeah, both fallen (laughs) off a cliff. But that's good. That's finished this week because the topic you're covering on Just a Gist is right up my alley. You, the podcast, uh-huh. if you haven't listened to it before, it gives a bit of a backstory on some big news headlines you not, might not know a whole heap about, some big topics. Mm-hmm. But I remember when this event happened and it's Spider-Man mm-hmm. the Musical. You're yes. looking into the phenomenon that was meant to be this momentous occasion in Broadway mm-hmm. history and turned <laughs> in to one of the biggest flops, both financial and critical of all time. Oh, yeah. Far and away the biggest flop in the history of Broadway. Um, it was an absolute shitstorm. And we <laughs> shared the story of that shitstorm of the Spider-Man musical with um, Nat from Nat's What I Reckon just last week. So uh, so what? Wh- where did it start? The Spider-Man, obviously, huge mm-hmm. movie at the time. Toby mm-hmm. Maguire, I believe, playing Spider-Man. That's right. They, I'm assuming Broadway producers start licking their lips, That's thinking, right. let's get that... Uh, that special cream on top, mm-hmm. and um, and then suddenly it all fell apart. Yeah. Why? Uh, they got a little bit too excited and aimed a little bit too high, got a bit too ambitious. Mm. Um, things sort of started to go wrong when the producer suddenly died of a stroke. By oh. that point, he'd oh. already brought on board Bono and The Edge from U2 to okay. take creative control of all the music, despite the fact that they had zero experience with musicals, zero interest in musicals. Uh, They'd also brought on a woman called Julie Taymor, who'd um, just recently directed the Lion King stage show. Which is, I've heard, one of the biggest, most successful stage Mm. shows of history. Yeah, it's made like $2 billion in the last couple of decades. So her ego was pretty well inflated because of the success of that show. And so between the U2 boys and Julie, they felt like they could create the most incredible piece of 
art and create this unbelievable cultural moment. The unsinkable then, ship. That's, that's right. what it sounds. It feels like that, doesn't <laughs> exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah, they felt like it was too big to fail. Oh. In actual fact, it was just too big. Um, mm. The producer, as I mentioned, when he died, that sort of galvanized the rest of the team to decide that they had to make this, you know, their life's mission. This was going to be their magnum opus. And they continued to increase the budget from 30 million to 40 million to 60 million so that they could make this an incredible spectacular. Ultimately, they ended up spending $79 million to put on a show that only made back three, uh, sorry, $15 million in its three year run. Three years? Yeah. So it cost them $64 million to put on a show that critics hated, most audience members hated. It ruined these people's careers and it literally nearly killed people. It's pretty incredible. And what 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 else? What other topics in the future? You can listen to that right now on Listener or wherever you get your podcast. Mm. But what, what sort of topics are we looking at in the future there, Jacob? I have a spreadsheet with more than 250 uh, topics on it. So we've got years worth of content to cover. Some of the ones that I'm working on at the moment are the only prisoners who successfully escaped from Alcatraz. Um, I've got a really quirky, funny niche story coming up about one of the biggest embarrassments for the royal family in the 1980s that really sort of, they think that is the defining moment that sort of started to erode their reputation. So that's Ooh. that's actually a really, really funny one that I'm looking forward to very much. Um, we've got a biography of a very well-loved country music singer whose name I won't give away just yet, so we maintain a bit of a surprise there. Uh, but yeah, I've always got a few on the go, which oh. is great. Well, it's amazing stuff. It is the podcast, Just The Gist. You can listen to it on Listener App or wherever you get your podcast. Jacob Stanley from Just The Gist. We'll catch you next time on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you had a good one and we'll catch you again tomorrow. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.